Hello and welcome to Life at Your Own World podcast. This is a podcast where we aim to entertain, to educate, to advocate and at times offer a little bit of comfort. So tomorrow we have a social gathering with family and if you've not realised by now, if you're new to the pod, both Jay and I are autistic. Jay's my my co-host? No, my co-host. And yeah, we're going to be talking about autistics in social gatherings. So Jay, how how do you... deal with social gatherings do you enjoy them do you not enjoy them because i've got extreme views on this i don't like going out for drinking purposes why not drinking purposes are you a, are you a snob no i just don't like going drink drinking and i just don't like alcohol to taste and i don't like more than enjoy oh it. i'm about to do a bit of asmr opening a tin of juice hang on Ooh, sweet sorry no i don't like because if you're just drinking there's more to life than just drinking and going out drinking for nights out you can go bowling yeah yeah i get that but i mean just social gatherings in general so like if you're meeting up with and that's fine. with your family and it's a lot of people that's or... fine that's fine because if i know them it's fine i mean getting to get on it's fine but it's just if it's things like drinking or things like that it's not appropriate yeah um because a lot of people say to me well what makes you so scared of social gatherings i'm not scared of social gatherings i just don't enjoy them that's because you're more sol- solace in yourself. That you, Solitary, yeah. Yeah, you want to be alone a lot of the time to your own devices. Because I think it's that thing where you're autistic and you don't understand the social cues and you're like, oh, do I agree with this person? Do I disagree? Do I enter into this type of conversation with someone? How are they going to receive it? How do I deal with it if they don't receive it well? And then I end up feeling embarrassed, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, rather than just them put myself through that that horror <laughs> that, that horror i'm just like i'm fine i'm i'm i've accepted it that i just don't enjoy enjoy the social stuff unless it's with people that i really like and that i know i can have open and frank and interesting conversations with because i'm not the kind of person as you know that enjoys well, what did you have for dinner last night did you see what so-and-so's got up to i don't enjoy that stuff do you do you like the the meaningless conversation, the chit chat. Do you like that? Sometimes, Be honest. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, in what setting? Just if it's like making conversation, or it's like certain in or the person's saying to me, "Oh, I went to such and such place for dinner." That's something because we are going out again on Saturday for this for the person. Yeah. So two outings in one week. I'm gonna be freaked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be out of spoons completely. Yeah, we're going. We're going where we get foams and gels and and reductions and things. In Jews. Yes. Yeah, Jews. Yeah, we're going for two celebrations for Jay's mum's birthday. And uh, yeah, it'd be good to see her. It'd be good to celebrate her birthday. Is it? Is it a big birthday? Yeah. She is. Yeah, it's a milestone. Which one? She's diamond. She's diamond. Her diamond birthday. No, it isn't diamond. Just if it's anniversaries or weddings or something. Yeah, but. She's so she's. Yeah. 60? Yeah. Yeah, 60. Wow. I know, 60. She doesn't look or sound or act 60. No, she doesn't. No, she's quite... How do I put this? She's quite... uh, Youthful. Yes, flamboyant. Yeah. So, by the time this goes out... um, Because we're recording this on Thursday evening. This will go out on Friday evening. Will we still be out on Friday evening or will 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 we be back home? Yeah, because only is it two unless mum has two to o'clock. Unless mum goes to a nightclub afterwards and starts partying for hours in the morning. Yeah, so where are we going tomorrow? 
We're going for afternoon tea. Afternoon tea, whereabouts? At Tiger Lily in Edinburgh. And for those that don't know, I don't know what Tiger well, Lily says. I've never been. Tiger what is it? Have you have you been before? No, it's a restaurant and hotel Japanese style with like with the, on the wall. It's all like, like cherry blossom like. Inside. Oh, lovely! It's Japanese style. And then we're going to one off the room. So is it like decorated with like sakura trees and things? Sort of. It's like Japanese inspired. You love sakura, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And on Saturday we're going to Brazier Prince. I hope I'm not said the French word for lingerie, but anyway. Lingerie. Yeah, lingerie. I Brazier Prince. I don't know how you pronounce lingerie, but I just, just to be obstinate, I like to say lingerie. Yeah, lingerie. I, we're going to Brazier Prince, so we're getting our foams and gels and stuff like that. What do you mean foams and gels? Well, I thought they do foams and gels and reductions and um, quenelles and ganaches and all that. See, when you say foams and gels and reductions, I'm thinking about a beauty place, as in gel nails and weight reduction, and like foam facials. Yeah, I mean like pea purees and orange gels and oh. and foams. So what on earth are you going to eat? Because because Jay's got a really limited diet, haven't you? I'm going to have the mum's having the confit of duck, and I'm having the fillet of beef. <laughs> what? What's a what? What of, a what? What of duck? A confit of duck. So you're speaking to a commonest mock sorry person here confit of duck confit a confit of duck, duck yeah. feet yeah confit duck C- feet c-o-n you're saying duck feet no confit <laughs> c-o-n-f-e-i-t of duck is that not confit yeah but i'm saying confit of duck no you said confit okay listener get in touch did he say confit or confit yeah you having that at life you're on will on insta what are you having i've no idea i've not seen the menu they do um they do puddings brulees and all that well, like creme brulee. Yeah, creme brulee. Aye. What's the place I'm going to get the menu up now? Then we can talk through it. Braz. Brazier Prince. Brazier Prince. And the brand model. Why is it called that? Because Brazier is like. Is a... it a prince who wears bras? Oh no, Brazier is a word for like bistro sort of like in a restaurant. Oh, I'm, I'm very sorry. You're speaking to a person that grew up on chip shops and Chinese takeaways. We're not quite all fair with that, darling. I'm not either. It's my first time in a. And yes, I'm... but you've 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 been in posh restaurants. Come on. No, like, I don't know the posh restaurant. Being... Yes, you do. Where? Well, you've been to posh places because you're like, yeah, I've been there. I'm like, oh, why does that not surprise me? Oh, Only posh... child spoiled. The poshest place is probably St Thomas of Aquin's Castle and um, and Ischia. No, is it? I've got the the Google re... Google search just came up with results. Is it Rocco Forte Hotels? Yeah, that's it. We're not sponsored, by the way. We're just talking about a menu. Not that anyone wants to sponsor us, because we're nobodies that are yet to become a somebody. We're we're not nobodies, nobodies. We're someone's somebody. Right, breakfast, drinks, a la carte, yeah. men, sample a la carte. Oh, no, it's not a sample menu, is it? No, no, no. This is a sample what they might have on the restaurant. No, it's not one of the Right, it's got snacks ones. and starters. It's got... I don't even know how to pronounce that, because there's an accent under a C. Niche... Nichewa... Olives? How do you say it? Is I that, is that right? I think so. <laughs> Scottish oysters? No, they just taste like phlegm, apparently. Uh, I don't need to taste oysters to taste phlegm. I just go outdoors for a bit. Um, traditional French baguette with Edinburgh butter. That's probably very nice. Edinburgh butter? Yeah. Is it made here? Yeah. I suppose anyone can make butter, because all you need is cream and you just... Kind of churn it. Yeah. Uh, Balmoral smoked salmon, homemade butter, soda bread. Can I have 15 bread for a starter? 
And? Uh, yeah, you must have came into... Oh, no. What? Chicken liver parfait. Oh, God. Chicken livers. Toasted brioche, truffle and tarragon butter. I my brioche. I'm going to be one of these people. It's like when you go... It's like it's going to be like standing held to Ogden when they go for a, a proper meal and he asks for fish and chips and a beer. Yeah, exactly. Any beer? Mm-hmm. I think you won't have the beer. No, because I don't drink. Recovering now, okay. Um, cl- right, so it's got Sunday roast main courses. Yeah. Right, so I've got the roast duck tip. Yeah, roast breast. Braised cabbage. Roast... What are you going to have? Because there's not a lot in this menu that says J. I'm going to have uh, the beef. Are you? Aye. Okay. What's wrong with the beef like? I'm sure it's perfectly fine, but you're going to have a huge dent in your wallet. How? 38 quid. It's alright. Oh, well, I suppose she's only 60 once. Yeah, it's fine. I'm it's gonna all downhill to... from here. I know. I'm going to have the fillet. What's going to be even more expensive is when you have to pay for the the home help fees or the, the home fees. Right. <laughs> what, what, what are you having in No, honestly, we hope that your mum never... That of never course, happens to your mum. What are you having? She'll this... triple into her, her hot chocolate in her own home. She will, I know. What are, you, what are you going to have on Saturday? Is this the menu for Saturday? Well, it'll be a sa- yes. What sort of what they'll have? So what's uh, fancy? No idea. But, um, probably. I I honestly don't know. So anyway, getting kind of went off on a bit of a tangent there, but that's what autistic people do. A lot of them, not all of them. What can you say to? Sorry, a timer just went off on my phone blood test tomorrow nothing to be concerned about well I hope not what would you say to people who are autistic or have any other neurodiversities who struggle with social social situations my advice is if it's alright with yourself and you're willing to accept it and you don't like social situations that's fine just do the ones that you need to do and, and any extra ones just don't do it so optional ones don't bother then how do you deal with the guilt if you feel guilty, because yeah. I, I, I honestly don't feel guilty. You just, you just tell the people that I'm sorry you can't do it because you've not got any functions to lay and you're just full of meltdown and all that. You just need to yeah. take time for yourself. I mean, a lot of the time I, I, I take up a lot of spoons. If you don't know what spoons are, let us know and we'll explain it in a, another episode. But yeah, it takes up a lot of spoons just for me to get through the week and the thought of going out for two days consecutively. <sighs> Um, you yeah, it's going to take a lot, especially when there's people that are, will be there that don't always make me feel the most comfortable. Well, there's going to be... No, I'm not naming names, and please don't name names. There's going to be 21 people there, or 20 people there, looking us, so... Yeah, I know that, but they're not... They're not always... They're not always in our circle, if you know what I mean. We don't keep regular contact with those people. Yeah, of course. There's some, like, yeah, because mum's work pals are maybe there. I mean, have you never got nervous with social things? Some, yeah. Cause some, I mean, sometimes when I've been with you and we've, we've had to be in, like, like say, naming no names when we were at, uh, was it a wedding party or an engagement party? A wedding party. So when we were there, how did you deal with that? Because I can't really remember much from that um, day, other than I got through it. I, because I know most people over there. Because so. it's not that we're antisocial or that we're... You know, just... Anarchists. 
anarchists, whatever, we just, well, us personally, well, well, me more so, I don't enjoy the social thing. I'd rather speak with people online. That way I can limit the control of the the conversations that I'm subject to, rather than being plunged in with a load of people that you can't say, right, I've had enough, I'm going to go now. I just look into that, we're not seeing them for a while, and we're going to chat to them and, you know, that sort of thing. And we're just going to get conversations here, they're all doing that. But what happens, like, when you get to the awkward silences, and, because I've got this thing, I, I struggle keeping a conversation flowing just let them with talk. people I'm not overly familiar with. Just let them talk. But then how do you get, like, what happens when you get to the bit when they're finished talking and then you think, oh, fuck, I meant to talk now. You just tell them, sorry, I don't know what to say. And tell them why, how you struggle with things. Well, that is that appropriate? Yeah, because just tell them once. Like, I'm sorry, I, I do struggle with conversations sometimes. See, I've never, I've never seen you do this. Well, I just think about now. Like, you should do that sometimes if you feel that way, because obviously, then lets the person know that you're not being awkward, you're not weird. You just you have problems you need to solve. Well, what about when you come? Because I've often come to this block, and I'm like, I don't know what to say. And then it makes it look like I'm uninterested. Well. When usually I'm very interested in if someone's got something good to say. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just, just think of the person is, and then talk about and try and talk about stuff that they're interested in, like say like I don't know, like. But um, what happens if I don't know what kind of job they do, or? Then you ask someone who you know. And also, no one like when whenever we're in a social situation, no one ever asks me how's work going. Mum does. Yeah, None but I'm talking does. about other people out with our social I, social situation. A lot of people don't. I don't think they know really exactly how... But I say it all the time. Hi, I'm a lace wig maker. Yeah, I don't think they realise like, how much they don't see it properly. Do you, I mean, do you think, be honest, do you think that some people might think, oh, Christ, they're autistic. Uh, they're saying that they're a wig maker. Mm, bit of fantasy, is that? No, of course not, because Nonna always praises you. No, because she knows what I do. She's seen what yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, like, people with a bit that we don't know personally. Maybe sometimes, but also, it's just some people are just like un- unminded, like small minded like that. Why? Because I'm really proud of what I do. Yeah, but and I, it's a bit different to it's, the it's, norm. It's a green eyed bug. It's jealousy. That's why. Well, then that's their problem. I know, and they don't, and they want. It's like they don't want you to be happy and successful because they are jealous of what you've got and they want it for themselves. Well, then why can't they go and carve out a new career? Because they don't feel like they can. Because they're well. Because I they're mean, lazy. these people. I mean, not all of them, but some of them say, yes, we have a nice fancy house and we've got a spiral staircase. And uh, yeah, look at my lovely £40,000 kitchen and my son does... I'm trying to uh, think very carefully here because there is people that have very niche jobs, so it's not like I can say... Um, yeah, that like certain people that we encounter, they brag about what their children do and that they have lots of money and property and opportunities and privileges yeah um yeah that's true so how can you how can you say that that they don't enjoy their life because they they don't know how much i earn no and i think maybe it's just different sort they're a different generational thing as well a lot of people we know i mean going yeah let's just talk about bragging and money and things i'm not going to talk about money because i hate money Although it does make life a lot easier. It doesn't make you happier, but... Why is it... Because I, I find it laughable, right? When you when you see people bragging, yeah, I earn whatever it is. 
40,000 a year, I've got a nice car, I've got a lovely home, I go on holiday. And I'm like, oh, great. That's lovely for you. Are you expecting me to go into great raptures? Oh, you've got such a lovely life. Of course, they want you to because they want I, you I, to. I, but that kind of thing just does not impress me. They want me. you to feel small. You know, like when little. people have like the the sports cars, the jewellery, the fancy makeup. Well, I have fancy makeup, but I'm not rich. Or the, you know, they look very opulent. That doesn't impress me. Does it impress you? No, I think if, it, if they were rags to riches, obviously still that, that's fine. But yeah, but with rags to riches, you find that they don't brag. Yeah, but if it was, I'm yeah. But if it's certainly like I was watching Stacey Dooley was last year. Before. Oh, I love Stacey Dooley. Yeah, She's amazing. You know, the, you know, the, Stacey Dooley's. I'm gonna say Stacey Dooley over, oversleeps. I mean, Stacey Dooley sleeps over, not oversleeps. Yeah, but she might oversleep and sleep over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's in this house, and it's like this fancy house, right? Yeah. So she does documentaries. Yeah. For is it BBC? BBC Watch, that sort of different things, right? And she was um, in this house. She sleeps over, and this and this this granny said, right? Some people are poor. Some people are rich. Get over it. And it's like she was making out that because mm. she was rich doesn't matter. And no, it does matter because if you're like. If you're really rich, the most like, like like that, then you've not in touch with. I mean, the, if you're super uber, yeah, filthy like rich, not everyone, you're... but some are not in touch with the common people who no. can't afford stuff. So like some people, the say, common people, well, <laughs> like you and I, dear. Yeah, lovely. Like Paul Young says, I. But yeah. um, this is it. They need to be in touch with the people who can't afford to go to M and S and Waitrose and you know and other stuff like and go Fort Mason's all the time in Harrods. Yeah, because some people. Can't, can only go to certain places and can't afford stuff all the time and yeah. people don't understand that like or like um, it's like the ship of cheers Kelly didn't understand it Woody didn't have any money yeah she thought he meant we know people like that yeah she didn't she thought he meant he didn't, didn't have to go to a cash machine to get the money but he didn't actually physically have any money because yeah. she was rich so it's that kind of thing yeah I mean my definition of poor is when you don't have these few things so being poor means you don't have money food shelter that's what my definition of poor means and I didn't have a couple of those things there was a point in my life where I couldn't afford to eat or keep warm I mean I did have a roof over my head thank fuck but I didn't have money or food and that's what I see as poor yep because I mean way I mean years ago I could only afford to like live off porridge for a week and that's all I could afford because that's all that I could think of that I could make that was nutritious and filling and fill that hunger pain of course I mean I'm a bit more comfortable now Uh, I mean I can buy things but I will never forget that no matter how successful I become because I will be successful I will never forget that and any time I do have money, you know what it's like. I always just give it away because that makes me happy. Yeah, I just think because as, lo- I mean, as long as I've got food, a roof over my head, warmth, and things to keep me entertained, that's all I need in life. I think that there needs to be more awareness of things like that because obviously. There but should... I mean, there is. Look at I mean, look at what's happening now. People can can't, literally cannot afford to eat. Nope. But, I mean, there's more food banks now than there is. Uh, what was it? Train stations or something? I didn't know that, but... Yeah, there's thousands of them in the UK. That's awful. 
they need to be something we've done about but yeah you've got this government that we've got right now who are allegedly committing fraud left right and center billions of pounds unaccounted yeah, for it's not being talked about but yet there's still people who can't afford to eat or keep warm yeah. or have hot water and to buy, wash buying camper vans i don't really want to talk about specific ones because i get so fucking angry it's why is that not being talked about and why is more not being done about it i mean yeah it's all right say i mean i i used to go to food banks when they were in their infancy can you imagine and i know how it felt but then i learned that there's no shame no there's not there is no shame when you have to use a food bank you do what you have to do even did that in doctor remember yeah but how is that normal these days because things are so expensive the companies who are the gas and lucky people and the petrol are making you know and they're making so much profit now they don't care and not putting the prices down when they can because they want the profit yeah i get that but why is our government not doing more about it because it, yeah of course you'll get the tories or was it right wing people or whatever the yeah. fuck you call them saying yeah the government are giving out money when they shouldn't be doing it people shouldn't live beyond their means beyond their means excuse me they're having their cheese and wine Oof. and it's like so... no it's like Doctor Who had it in the flux. It was um, yeah. Daniel Lewis. Dan Lewis played by John Bishop. He worked in a food bank, but he also was no money for any, like, you know, he didn't accept yeah. it. He didn't want it. I mean, that's why any time I'm in a supermarket, I always try and buy a few, maybe five extra items to put in the collection thing. Yeah. Because I used to be that person that had to rely on a food bank. And back then, you didn't get anything like fresh fruit and veg. It was all tins or packets of pasta or cereal. That was it. And I think that's still nice, but you need to have some variety. Yeah, absolutely. We're, and we're so grateful because, I mean, I can make something out of nothing. No, I'm not Letitia Dean. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, but, yeah, I was so good at making things, like meals out of stuff we had in the cupboard. And, yeah, we were so grateful for those tins and packets exactly. of pasta and things. We're going to make something out of nothing. Yeah. But, yeah, what kind of world are we well, living in? I tell you, like, when... Well, I know stories from my granddad were grown up. They were that poor. Oh, I love, I love your granddad's stories. Yeah, they, they were eight of them, right? And it was Zupa. So Zupa's obviously not broth, but soup. They had soup, this, yeah. Uh, so they had every day Zupa and bread with them and filled into that. You got fed up of it. And it was all first yeah. come, first serve. One day, him and one of his sisters, they dropped the pasta scraps. They had to pick them up from the floor because that's all they had. God. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, and that's what it's like. They had no much, that money that way. And it's like, even though it's bad here, it is... Yeah, I mean, of, of course it's of course it's there. a lot worse in other places, but it's not. I mean, this is this is our normality. This is what we have to live with. I just, you know, what I feel, you know, what I think like you you go past people's houses, right, mm-hmm. and you don't know what's behind the doors because you can't. No, you don't. No, you don't know what's going on. Like, it could be some people's like, like I was talking about that. I mean, even people who work full time still can't afford these things. No, what the hell? Two jobs full time they can't afford because it depends where you live. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're lucky. I mean, with everything, it's a fucking postcode lottery. Exactly, we are lucky, like, but it's it is difficult, and I mean, are we? Well, where we live, we're, we're lucky, but you know, with the amount of time that we need to wait for hospital appointments. No, yeah, no. I get it. It's worse elsewhere, but then again, it's that thing that people say. Well, I'm worse. You should be grateful. It happens. I understand that. Yeah. Well, I'm still the one having to live well, with it. I was actually had a workplace when years ago, probably. Actually, it would be maybe eight, nine years ago, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Years ago. And I and I was at the one. It was the Shirov Centre down. You won't know Alexandria Square in Edinburgh, 
but this guy phoned up the guy he works in the door right yeah and he'd, you won't, you'll give me an appointment now when I come in and there's no appointments and he said no you'll give me one because I want one and you'll give me one and like he thought he was entitled to the fact that he needed one right now to solve his problem and he has mm-hmm. to understand yes you have a problem and it's probably really serious yeah but unfortunately they can't magic up an appointment for you because obviously it wasn't my problem anyway but yeah there's other people waiting yeah and who have made the appointment who are waiting so I don't understand the frustration but it's like you know there's no need for that yeah I mean I don't I mean with everything that's happened in the last few years I I mean for one thing we're politically homeless so we don't support any of them uh, it seems that whenever one of them t- t- does one good thing it's cancelled out with another bad revelation exactly I know it's just crazy it's like honestly you don't like you could get some good gems like tr- tr- Tracy Brabin and all that you know the actress yeah yeah and her friend former actress and the one's mum's old house the older house is like but there's so many corrupt ones and you know, yeah like I'd rather have Penelope Keith as Jean Price as our MP <laughs> No, we'd. Yeah. No, we'd. Yeah, I mean, she seemed like a good MP, but it also makes you frightened of these are the people that are ruling our lives essentially. That government essentially means govern. Yeah, and when they're not doing that, I mean, they're ripping us off right, left, and centre with income tax, council tax, inheritance tax, uh, bedroom whatever tax. bedroom tax, any other tax. Yeah, I get that the, these taxes go into public services, but you you can never get a break. No, and in fact, remember last year when they had the the bin the refuse sorry the refuse collectors went on strike. Yeah, during the festival. Yeah, in in August, and it was actually a shamble. Everyone looked disgusting. Yeah, so there was no bin collections at all in the whole city for four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. I think it was. Is it six yeah, weeks. Six weeks. Yeah, we had to have our things in black bags so they could take the surplus. That's the thing in Edinburgh. Our our, like we've got this recycling bin and another landfill bin, and they're emptied every two weeks. Yeah, and in Italy, when we were there years ago, it used to be every day they got collected because of the smell of the heat. Yeah, but no, it used good. to be every week in Edinburgh for the, the landfill bin, but then they put that to once a fortnight and they downsized the size of the bin. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, they're trying to save on plastic, but they thought, mm, yeah, let's invent this slightly smaller bin and we'll make millions of these made with plastic exactly I, I think well, where's where's the logic in that there's no logic at all to be honest but that's the clownsel for you clownsel yeah I love that clownsel because we just unfortunately got new I mean there's some great people that work in the council of course there is but we yeah. don't see the benefit like, of it we've just got the new ext- tram extension going down to Leaf or New Haven it is a part of Leaf also can I just say to anyone listening we are not against any benefits at all quite the contrary if you are entitled to any benefits if you can screw any money out of the the government that you're entitled to fucking do it exactly get what you're entitled to yeah and just do it even because they'll they'll do it to you no problem yeah go and do it to them yeah yes especially if you're entitled to yeah free money like they you know like they get exactly like the new trams ascension was like over was it over 24 million pound or something it cost or more Oh. Our budget is like we don't need it. Like it, it's good. Sometimes it's good to have, but we don't need it because it's taken away businesses because they're not be able to get the. Cause they lost a lot of custom because people weren't going. Yeah, because of all the the building work that was put into reintroducing the trams, local and, and independent businesses they lost lots of money and some had to close down because they couldn't recover from it. 
and then the people of Leaf have to fight for getting saving Leaf Walk, and it's like not nice to see when the yeah, Leaf it's you. such a historic place, and it's got a really special place in my heart as well. Because uh, my mum and my grandmother, they love that place. Yeah, it's just awful when you see things like that going. Like, I mean, I know change has to happen, but that radically. No, not that, not that extent. No, it's not nice. Ooh. So what can we talk about this a bit more later? Well, I've been listening to... <laughs> Just to balance it out a bit. I've been listening to something... Now, you've probably heard me laughing. Yeah, I have. And you probably think, what the hell is he laughing about? Yeah, what have you been laughing about? I've been, what? Well, sorry, listening to... Oh, a, you're all... Oh, okay. To, 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 uh, to um, a BBC radio sitcom in the 90s called For Better or For Worse. Who's in it? Supers is Iris Bickerdyke and Gordon Bickerdyke. Bickerdyke and oh, that's that's such a comedy name, Bickerdyke. Yeah, and Gordon <laughs> K as um, Bernard Pringle. Bernard Pringle. I'm sure he was. Was he called Bernard when he was in Corey? I think he was actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm because he he acted opposite Pat Phoenix. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Was it was it Bernard and Corey? Right, you you chat about yeah. what you've been listening to. I'm going to look it yeah, up. Yeah. So basically, um, it's all about them two as a couple. And Bernard is a funeral director, well, he's a funeral assistant, and he drives the, the, the hearse and all that. Iris works in a dress shop, and they're a bit like the, the it's all the comedy japes and stuff like that. And one of them was there yesterday. I can confirm it was called Bernard oh, good. and Corey. Bernard. Bernard. Where is it? Bernard Butler. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yep, this one is just really funny because. They they did say they go to different misadventures and stuff like that, and they're just so funny together. Who wrote it? Well, they're produced by Mike Craig Productions. What? I'm acting as producer as well today. So what what was it called again? Uh, for better or for worse. Okay. It's just you get a laugh. Like one of the scenes, Iris was reading out a holiday knockup. It was a house listing, like you know you get for the. And she was reading out the shorthand out rather than reading it in like, right. like it's like I couldn't control myself. No, I've got uh, an American one here. It's quite recent. I'll just put um you're better or for worse, yeah. Just put BBC in. I it was just so hilarious. And I've got two others. I've got one called Home to Roost, not the ITV sitcom, but one with Molly Sugden and Derek Guler, who was um Corky in um, Sykes and was also in Pleaser. And I've got um Smelling of Roses with um, Vince Powell? Yeah, Vince yeah. Powell. And I've got one called Smell of Roses with which the stars Penelope Scales and Annette Badland. So I've got that. And she's a. And that one, she is a. Not listened to it yet. She's like a events organiser. Okay. So what I was listening in. She the, can play anything, her. She can. And know what the preview was, though. I know what she was meant to be. What the event was going to be. What? Leather Fetish. Oh. Party. Okay. So literally what it means by Leather Fetish. Like the, all right. Yeah, and the, yeah, and all that sort of What's, stuff. What? What? What are these hand movements? Well, like um, collars and whips and stuff and harnesses. Right. Okay. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. But honestly, not our cup of tea. But if you like that, you know, definitely give them a go. I know what. Give what? Give le- <laughs> Give leather a go. No thanks. It's not very uh, breathable. No. 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 Give Give the audios <laughs> things a try because like I listen to more audio and I do TV now. Like the Doc Two big finished production stuff and. And all that now, it's much better because you get to visit in your head what was the characters in the situation. Yeah. Like, and it means you're not, for me... How can you do that? I thought autistic people didn't have an imagination. Well, I can, but it helps me because I've got one less, like, I've got the le- less 
stimulation from the bit that not having the, the visual, the visual yeah. yeah and it helps the industry to relax as well because i've been laughing in the bath and the buses and all them people probably thinking what the hell is he going on about so what you only live once exactly i was i was lip-syncing uh i, I said this in another podcast episode the other week when i was at, going to the hospital on the bus i was lip-syncing lady gaga and nicole scherzinger's albums there was people looking at me but i just didn't care you know what I do with Barney? I'm never going to see them again. And as Bianca Del Rio says, they're going to die. Exactly. So why care? I know. You know what I do with Barney? Sometimes I have music on at night. Take or him. dog. I, uh, I, um, I, I don't realise. I start dancing along outside, not realising in the dark. Cause it's like, oh, so what? Yeah, dance, dancing in the dark. No, and it's fun. Yeah, you're only here for a very finite amount of time. Enjoy yourself. No, I'm here for 200 years. Oh, really? Yes. I don't think I could cope that long. Well, you're gonna have to. Uh, no, I don't. Okay, if you say so. So it's D I V O R C E. Okay, tell me why not. No I'm kidding. Or am I? I'll never know. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've listened to any audio dramas or comedies I like podcasts yeah you do yeah I do uh, do you listen to any podcasts or are you just the star of one no I do I do listen to podcasts which ones the sirens of audio what's that it's an audio big finish Doctor Who podcast from I think it's Australia or New Zealand like so they're from there and they have guests on and stuff like that I do, you, do you listen to any other chat shows like we do no, just that one. But I listen to that. I watch it because they have guests on on live on like on video chat. So I get I want to watch like Sophie Aldred or Nicholas Briggs that sort of stuff, and it's nice. Oh, is it, is it him that does Nicholas Briggs? Is that the guy that does the the Daleks voice? Yeah, and the Cybermen. Like, yeah, he does that. And he also produces, and he's also now co like so he runs. He actually owns Big Finish or something now. So he's part. So he's yeah. Oh, okay. He writes and directs and stuff like that now. So the Doctor Who stuff. And you know what's good? Like type of audios there because. The most of that, like the like the most people write it are actually fans of the show, so know how to write it. Are they really? Yeah, and the and a lot of the actors that come on, like you get behind the scenes now. It's recently, right? Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah, behind the behind the scenes. You know, oh. you know what's so nice to see though, because like they say, like oh, I get, I can't believe it. After all these, I get to be in a Doctor Who, and they don't actually say, oh, I get to be an audio Doctor Who. They actually just say Doctor Who, and it's like yeah. we class that is just as good as being on the on the TV show. It is. And also, do you remember Robert Dawes, the actor who was in the Royal? Robert Dawes. Uh, Doctor Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you know what he said? He was in the one with the war master with like um, Derek Jacobi. You know what he's saying to get his country voice. You know what he says? No. John Pertwee was Ogumidge. He says oh, that. He okay. says that. He says that twice, and that's how he gets into his voice. Okay. John Pertwee was Ogumidge. Lovely. Uh, yeah. Like I say, I don't listen to any audio drama things. I should write one. We should together actually, because what could we write to speak together about? We could, like, an artistic... Well, you could write it and I could be the actor because I'm quite good at doing accents. Yeah, we can do aut- an artistic gay couple. That's just real life. Yeah, but we can just do it in our own, like... But, yeah, but we do it based on us, but with different stories. So it's all That's like, a good idea. It's all, like, Heartstopper, but with, like, the autistic element in it. What's Heartstopper? No. The graphic novel... No, he's pinned oh. back in his chair, like, what? The graphic novel and TV series on Netflix by Alice Osman. About two people who like Charlie Spring, who's gay, and Nick Nelson, who is bisexual, and they Ugh. and they get put together in I'm the joking. class, and then they become friends, and they, I know they've come together, and, and they come together, do they? 
Yeah, they do. Oh. And Olivia Coleman. Must be a relief for them. <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Coleman is um, Nick's mum and all that. And she has a scene where he comes out to her and spoilers alert and all that sort of stuff. Eh? So, okay. Yeah, no, you need to. I Does won't... she take it well? Oh, baby. You don't have to like women if you don't like. If you don't. You don't have to say you like women if you don't. No, I do like women, mum. And like, it's a really nice scene. You need to watch it. So he was coming out as bisexual? Yeah, right. but she didn't think he was because he thought he was just trying to be nice to her. Okay. Yeah, but you need to watch him with me. Season 2 is coming in August. They're going to Paris. What for? Just for a school holiday something. Okay. It's the M2, two women. Um, You know um, Yasmin Finney who's playing um, Rose, the new Rose in Doctor Who? No. Oh. Yasmin. Don't give me any Doctor Who spoilers. No, Yasmin Finney, she's in that, so she's yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, so she's quite important. Yeah, so it's good. I'm still heartbroken that Jodie's not in it anymore. Well, she'll be doing audio soon, hopefully. I've got her, my favourite Doctor Who lineup pillow behind, well, behind your head. Oh yeah, yes, I love yeah. No, she'll do audio soon, hopefully. She wants to do them, I think so. Yeah. Any idea why she left? I think because she was pregnant. I think because the writing wasn't as good, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Like, I'm off. Like, I love classic Who better than I do new Who. Sorry, but I think is that a controversy? I don't know, but I just, I just love seventies Doctor Who. See, I'm a slight Whovian, but you're more hardcore. Hardcore, yeah, that's yeah, the word. I love the seventies Doctor Who, like John Pertwee and you know when Tom and all that. I mm-hmm. love all that, and I do like new Who, like obviously David and Matt and stuff like that. Right? But it's like, like I love the like the special effects and things. It is good, but you know what's on the seventies Doctor Who, right? Because there's one scene with like it was Leela and the Doctor, and they're going like they're they're falling down the thing, and it's like she's like that, and it's like the yeah, scene. it looks really fake, and that's what I love because I was listening yeah. to the rest of it, right? And the Gallifrey is an audio spin-off of Doctor like Who. Like we like we're more impressed by with the way something's written rather than the like the special effects yeah. and things, eh? Yeah, because I was listening to Gallifrey last. It's a audio spin-off of Doctor Who, and it's nice. And it's just when Leela and Romana spoil arts, you become friends, and it's just so nice to see because I love Leela and Romana from the Fourth Doctor Companion, and they are becoming friends, and it's just so nice to see that from the seventies, and they bring all that to the like the night, well, the early noughties and stuff like that. So it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your favorite um, Doctor Who scene from the Jodie era? Scene. Yeah, and favorite monster. Um. From the Jodie era, probably Tim Shaw with the teeth. Oh yeah, Tim Shaw. Favorite scene? Mm. Well, there's probably too many to choose. Could you? Maybe a favorite episode? Yeah, favorite episode. Uh. Arachnid. Oh yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that was the one with the hotel. Yeah. Which and I confirmed that I've got over my, over my fear of spiders. Yeah. Mine would probably... Is it Shobna Galati? Yeah, in that she one? was yeah. playing Yasmin's mum. Mine is The Power of the Doctor. They have the, the, the two, well, those three scenes with the classic Doctors. Well, that was too complicated for me to keep up with. It's basically, they were vested... They were vested I mean, it was great, but it it took me a good few days to decipher it. So, the Doctor, well, Jodie's Doctor was over nearly the edge where she was going to regenerate. So, they were vestiges of, her, of herself, telling yeah. her not to go over the and, edge. But, and when that... Um, what's his name? Sylvester McCoy came on. That is the most animated, the most excited, the most exuberant I've ever seen How? you at all. How? What does it do like? Well, I need to do it in a video because that is the most excited I've ever seen you. I know I should. And we got married. Ah, uh, sorry. 
I show I, I give you surprises and it's to be absolutely nothing compared to that. Well I showed you when I said Colin, didn't I? You honestly you were jumping about that much and you nearly went through the roof. Well when I when I found I found out that Sophie Aldrin was coming back and I said, Ace, you didn't know who I was talking about. No. Ace I was like, What what and then when I saw like I saw David Bradley as the first daughter, they're all bringing him back, oh they can't do it. Then I saw Colin and I was like and then I thought, oh my god, Peter, and then I saw, and then Paul McGann, like that made me go because like, that was the first time he's ever been in a Doctor episode. Like, yeah, because he always does the audio. Audio and the piece, six minutes thing he did in the movie. Then when I saw Sylvester, I was like, then that scene with Sylvester and Sophie together, like talking, like, are we good? No, Ace. We're better than that. We're race. Right. And it's just, because <laughs> oh, Sylvester, like, Tom's my favourite, but I have so much affection and love for the Seventh Doctor. It's the most Doctor I'm listening to most on the audio. And I just love him and Sophie and and um, Bonnie and and Lisa and all that. And it's just to have him back on doing that. Just oh, it was just so good to see. Yeah. Well, this has been thrilling to talk about. Probably more for for you than it has been for me. Uh, we have well, we have an announcement to make actually. What's the announcement? Well, in the coming weeks, we've got a couple of guests coming on. Who? I'm gonna keep that a secret, but. If you're new to the pod, give it a follow. You will be interested in who I've got coming on because we have someone from the autism advocate world. Ooh. And someone from the world of makeup. Ooh. So I am, honestly, it's a couple of my friends. I am so excited to get them on, to get chatting. Almost just got my head around the software that I need to use because it'll be remote recording because my friends are, I mean, I'm in the UK, Scotland, they're in America. So it'll be remote recording, so I need to learn to use that. And we're going to get a couple of episodes recorded. I'm so excited. Like, I cannot tell you. I'm so excited. Yeah, totally crunchy. And I just can't hide it. Do, 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 you know do, the advert do, do. I mean, don't you? I know, for Corey. I'm about to lose control when I think I like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, well, we hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. I know it's a bit ranty, but, you know, that's real life. And be a ranty ante, that's why. Oh, well, that's good. Ranty aunties. Now, we have been thinking about what we'd like to have as a nickname for the listeners. And I thought about legends. And then I thought, well, what about... <laughs> it's just my humour. What about legends? Yeah, legends, that's fine. But then I thought, is that not a bit offensive to people who don't have ends of legs? Uh, what about our little, little candles? Little candles? Little candles, yes. They burn bright for us. Oh, that's good. Yep. Yeah. I like that. We call our American ones a little Yankees. Because the Yankee cats. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh, we call Yankee. A Yankee. Yeah. yeah, Blanche. Golden we need, Girls. We need a Golden Girls. Let us know if you know that reference. Yes, yeah, so we hope you've enjoyed listening. If you have, and if you've not already done so, please leave us a five-star review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else it is that you get your podcasts. Do tell all of your friends because we would love to reach more people. And tell us where you live as well, what country. And we'll, yeah, know. get in touch. You can do so by uh, going on to Instagram at Life Your Own Will. All the links will be in the show notes. Do take care of yourselves and wish us luck for tomorrow with our social gathering. And Saturday. And Saturday, yeah. And next week, I might, I'm not promising, but I might, like starting on Monday, the, what's the date on Monday, Jay? Thursday, tenth, I think. Is Starting Monday the tenth, or whenever this coming Monday after this episode, uh, I might do five bonus episodes from Monday to Friday. 
not promising it, but I'm really wanting to up the ante for the podcast so that we can reach more listeners and so more people can enjoy it. What you could do is do an episode like one of each country of the people who watch. Listen, I mean, to like talk about the facts about the country and then. No, no, I've got my own episodes planned already. Okay. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. Take care. Do lots of self care. Drink lots of water. Wear your sunscreen. And yeah, speak soon. Bye. Bye.